crocodile man, a witch woman, a guy yeah. that can set himself on fire? Right. Are you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for a popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? Yeah. I'm gonna quit! I'm All right, put right. down my resignation! Rowan, you're a better boiler <laughs> fixer than the movie we know. <laughs> Welcome to the JRR Talk Show. I'm one of your hosts, Robert Burry, joined as always by Rowan Sears Floyd. Yo! And John Lee. Hey! Um, each week we get together, we talk about movies, video games, TV, whatever we kind of want to talk about that week. Um, you can always find us online at facebook.com slash Show, as well as on iTunes or TuneIn or SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts at JRR Talk Show. Um, this week we're going to be talking about our favorite games. Woohoo! Um, so we kind of <laughs> wanted to just talk about some of the games that... Um, really kind of have influenced us and games that we really like to play. Um, I know for me, these are kind of like, I'm not a huge, like go back and play certain games, but a lot of these games on this list are ones that I have. Um, so let's go around the table and each start. We each have five with a couple honorable mentions. Let's go with John first. Okay. Uh, I don't really rank th these games, but if I definitely had to pick one that definitely stands out the most, uh, it's the arcade Donkey Kong game from the 1980s. Uh, this isn't like a nostalgia thing. Like it's based purely off the fact. Like I watched the movie King of Kong. Yeah, got super absorbed. Is that into, when like, you started playing it? Yeah, that's why. Oh, like, really? I, yeah, oh, I thought like, it always been a thing. No, no, no. It's never always been a thing. And I got super absorbed into it. And one of my best friends, uh, Norman Marana, him and I, you know, we're we're blessed to be living in a city that has a great. Um, set of barcades, mm -hmm. uh, ground control in downtown Portland, and they have the original Don Kong machine. And I just practiced it, like, all like all the time playing, like, based off the information they give you in Camp Kong. And, like, I can, on, on one quarter, I can probably be on it for, like, 25 to 30 minutes. Nice. Like, ba based off, like... I've got a solid, like, you know, maybe get through, you know, two of the levels on the first level, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, like, it's, like, in, but, like, like, I love the meticulous nature of the game. And just like, just, just like, it's like the, the, it's the rhythm is so slow yet so fast at the same time that I just like mindlessly just like click the buttons, move the joystick like here and there. And like, yeah, like I, like I always will be drawn to it no matter what. If I go to an arcade, yeah. I will go on my way to find a Donkey Kong machine yeah, and just wait to play it. It's always funny whenever me and John would go out, he would always like, that'd be the first thing he'd play and it'd be like the last thing he'd play. <laughs> a lot of times if we went to ground control, he'd always have to play at least a couple times. And yeah, it'd be one of those things where like, we'd be like, we'd do like the two player mode and it'd be like, John playing all right, when am I gonna get my turn? Oh, oh I died. Rob gets his turn. Dies immediately. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> John play. Yeah. It's taking a really long time. I am by no means like a particularly great player. I can get by okay, but like yeah, just definitely better than someone like like me who just comes up. I know how the game works, but I don't know how the game works. Yeah. Like I understand you gotta jump over stuff and do this, but like you are like definitely like. You know how to get past the things and understand, like, the actual game. Yeah, but it's funny because, like, Donkey Kong is probably arguably my favorite video game character. But, like, I don't really care about Donkey Kong Country. I don't care about the other, like, Donkey Kong games. Donkey I, I just Country's care about so Donkey good, Kong though. Arcade. No, like, it's a fine game, but Donkey Kong the Arcade Which is not even, like, the Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong anymore That's what pushes him to be my favorite video game character. But yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's me with Donkey Kong. <laughs> all right, what you got, Ron? Uh, let's see. Um... Oh, man, I don't know if I could ever put one thing at the top. Like, it's so yeah. hard to favorite. But, like, I think one of my f 
favorite games is uh, Ban- the Banner Saga. And I'm mm. not going to dis- distinguish one and two from each other because it's all telling the same story. Oh, it is. So, like, they literally just picks up where the other one ends. Oh, and the cool. third one's going to pick up. Revenue. Does it at least have, like, a good end for the first oh. one? Oh. Okay. Cool. One of the best endings. Like, cool, cool. Um, it's a great game. Just, like, visually, for anyone who hasn't played the game, it is hand animated uh, in the style of, like, Sleeping Beauty. Um, and it's just gorgeous colors. It's a Viking slash Norse fantasy world and uh, strategy RPG. And man, this game, it it sticks with you. Just the narrative is so well done in this game. And just like every choice you make in this game stays with you. And like, I, I have to applaud the makers of this game. It's again, like... I would have to say, like, you know, like, Mass Effect did the thing where, like, your choices matter totally. between all the games. But this yeah. one's, like, <laughs> there's choices that are, I'm not going to spoil them. Like, man, that just means so much coding that has to go into these games yeah. because the choices they make. And it's just, it's such good storytelling. Like, the best part about it is, like, watching a movie. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous and that you're biting your nails. You're, like, rooting for these characters. And now I'm, like, sitting here. Waiting for the third game, just like wondering what's gonna happen to these people that I'm so invested in. How long are each of the games? I would say that each game you can blow through the game in less than four hours. Really, man? I've played an hour of the first one. It just never, <laughs> never stuck with me. Never I have, I have the first. I think I have the second one too, just through Humble Bundle or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember. Like, it's cool because it's like a, it's, it's weird because it's like a combination of like. It should be like a shoe in for me because I love like tactical RPG, like, you know, move this person here, do attack, all those kind of stuff. It's got a lot of movement based stuff and it's also like Viking lore stuff. Right. But it just like never stuck with me for some reason. But I'm, I'm surprised did, that it's on your list. Did as you I, get to the, the like the first big moment in the game? I only remember like doing like maybe two or three fights. Okay. Like once the first like world shattering occurrence happens in that game, you're just, you're just like, you're, you're, you're stuck. You're going downhill. <laughs> right. Like, it, I think the beginning of the game has a it, if you aren't sold immediately at the beginning, just like you have to get to the first big plot point, and then from there you're just like, yeah, like the best way to describe this game is it's uh, Oregon Trail meets Final Fantasy Tactics for Vikings. Like <laughs> any anytime the word tactics is like related to a game, right. I just immediately You're lose interest. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, I just love those games. The old like uh, Heroes of Might and Magic games, yeah, stuff man. like that. Oh man, I could play those for hours. You know, it's funny. Like if if I didn't know you, Rowan, I probably still would have guessed the better side. Based on the art and based on like the like lore. That's so good. Um, I think this is one I just added to the list because I just remembered it, oh, and it's like. I man, I just love this game, and it really, I guess I'll I'll do the whole franchise, but it's the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Ah, oh, almost made mm. my list. Almost made my list. I mm. I recently played because I got the um, collection you can get on PS4, which is the first two games and then like four of the like side games, which those ugh, I'm not super into just because I don't like the gameplay of them. But like mm. the the proper Kingdom Hearts one and two, I recently played through one, and I was like, man, I'm I feel like I'm gonna hate this. It's still great. Yeah, dude. Like. It's a little like the like friendship is what we're going for stuff yeah. is like, uh, but it's still like the combat is so fun. And just like the whole like I remember doing the like Hercules events where you get to go to the arena and just do the waves of enemies like that's not so great. Like I really I'm really hoping that we eventually get Kingdom Hearts three 
and oh, like get I mean, to finish are. it. I mean, they've been saying that for like 15 years <laughs> now, Rob, They've given us a trailer. They've given us a full trailer. They've given us trailers <laughs> Game before. Gameplay trailers too. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. But those like for me, like especially like so good. big Disney kid growing up, I was never a big like Final Fantasy kid, but like seeing like this like Disney RPG with all these other characters I didn't really know was like super awesome. When I was playing those as a kid, they were awesome. And the fact that they they still hold up, I'm like super surprised. Because mm. I thought they would just would have been like, oh man, these are terrible right. now. But like they really like the combat's super solid. Like it's a really fun um because I'm I'm not I, I like the tactics ones where you're moving around, but I don't like as much like the turn based RPG mm. ones. Um, but this adds like a fun blend of where you're like moving around and there's a lot more like motion and combat happening at the same time while still managing some mm-hmm. of those things. So I found that really fun. But that that would be kind of that would just be on my list. I thought about putting that on my list, but like I I, just, I remember I bought the 1.5 whatever for PS3, oh, yeah. you know, whatever remake. And like I just couldn't I just couldn't finish it again. Oh man, like, I, I totally could. It's just because like great. the pay, the pay, like goes, it just goes by so slow. The cutscenes are, are super long, and like the controls don't hold up for me. Oh man, they really, do. they really don't. It's it's weird to have to like retrain your mind because like circle is jump or something. Where a lot of games have really adopted like X or A is jump. Like right. the bottom button, that's jump in every game ever now. <laughs> like, right. But I like, I had the total opposite. You kind of have to get past the Tarzan level. Because that's like the worst part in the game is the Tarzan <laughs> level. Once you get past that, once I got past that, it was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. It's all like it just you start to get all the like um, abilities and skills that just mm-hmm. like, oh, you can chain all this stuff to all these things. Like, I, I, I think the the depressing nature of adult adulthood has ruined me. But like like how that game is super quiet. Like you walking around yeah, the I mean, level, old, yeah. like, like I just know, love the like, music. I love the the music and the, the theme. Are. It just like me so oh, sad. Yeah, it, like, it just like makes me sad. <laughs> just like <Whatever>. like uh... <laughs> There's barely anything in Binding of Isaac. I love Binding of Isaac. <laughs> spoiler alert. <Yeah. laughs> uh, let's go on to your next one, John. <laughs> oh um, well, spoilers have been uh, spoiled. It is Binding of Isaac. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, if you don't know, it's a sort of run and gun dungeon crawler. Um, Every level is like procedurally made ish, uh, more or less. To a point. To a point, and it's just it's just one of those games where you just keep dying and figuring things out, dying and figuring things yeah, it's out. It's a rogue type, roguelike. Like you don't you don't necessarily get stronger or anything like that. You just learn new abilities that you can potentially get in each procedurally generated level, and you just get like a crazy combination of this ability and that ability fused together, and you just keep going. And I've I played I I think when I looked at it, I played 160 hours into it Whoa. on Steam. I love it. He plays this game all the time. He used to play it like nonstop. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite games to like just like pick up if I have nothing to do and just quickly play. Like I'll, I I always tell myself a couple levels, but it always turns into like somehow it turns into thirty minutes. I don't know where. Yeah, the time yeah it used goes. to be like a hey, I'm gonna play level binding. Guys, like, okay, cool. So like 30, 45 minutes is when you're gonna be able to hang out. Yep. <laughs> like because he got it down like that's how long it would take him to either beat the game or die because it would take around that amount of time. Well, it's great because like because there's different endings to the game different bosses you can fight depending on how you want to play it and so like every single time it's just a new experience and i love it i just love yeah. it. i just i just love it although the game itself content wise is like it's about a little kid super, that's about to get super murdered by like, his mother <laughs> yeah and like high yeah it's kind of like it's a little like grotesque because <laughs> like because your your weapon you use to shoot it is your tears right so you like upgrade your tears you can get like weird upgrades you like yeah. you start to look really gross here's all poop all and over the fi- ground you're fighting your inbred brothers and sisters that you didn't know about and it's like yeah, yeah this is like it's a pretty gross game <laughs> but I think it's, it's funny really too because like when i think about it, it's like it's a really like good evolution of like it's like what 
a new Mario game would be. <coughs> like Donkey sorry, Donkey Kong. Like as far as like there's a lot of like exactness to it and like knowing like the movement kind of stuff is very similar yeah. in my mind as far as like an evolution of that. And I, it's... I I like it like just to let you guys know, like I, I like games that involve a lot of uh it's not dexterity, it's not the word. Uh, but it's a lot of patience and just like a lot of like focus. It's like, like memorization. Yeah, kind of like I like I love games like Hollow Knight, Cuphead, and stuff like that. They're not on, they're not on my top list, but like uh, games like those those always really appeal to me, and uh, I would always get like want to get my hands yeah. on games like that. Yeah, Binding of Isaac is super fun. I play it. I definitely am not as good as John, and he likes to always remind me that I'm terrible at the game when I have beaten the game. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Eventually, you beat. It. You have to wait a couple uh, platforms for it to. Be no, I beat it on. I beat it on the original version oh, one, sure, time. Sure, uh, sure, one time. One sure, time. Sure, There's sure. like multiple times if you give you beat it like multiple times in a row, you get like different endings. I've never done that. Before, yeah, and this but, game. Yeah. This game has been re-released. At least like three at times. At least three times. I bought it day one each time. Yeah. yeah and it's cool because, like, <laughs> there's been a lot of, like, expansions and stuff that have really added a ton of stuff. Like, there's a lot of really good support for the game. Yeah. But, yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one for me is uh, Journey. Ooh. Journey is also on my list too. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised. I mean, you were the one that like yeah. like you sat me. I'm down the one that like, made everyone play. You're it. Like Rowan, you had to play this game, and I I have gone on and I have done that to other people now. So I'm like, so. just sit down and play this game, and that's a piece of advice I can give. Like it is beautiful. It is such a good game. Um, in fact, I, like there's a Tumblr that I follow that is just called Journey Stories, and it's just people post their experiences playing this game because the game is so well designed in the way that it incorporates multiplayer and just like also just how it builds its world and its level design that every time it makes a fulfilling experience. Every time. That was kind of the most fun thing was like I played it, and I had probably – like the best experience you could have in my mind of like playing through it after having watched other people play it because you basically, so you're like this little character in a robe in the desert and all you know is that you have to go to the top of this mountain. That's all you know. You can't. And then when people show up in the world, there's only ever going to be one other person in your world at a time and they can leave or stay with you and you can do the game together. Um, and you can't vocalize with your actual, like, if you have, like, a mic or anything. it's You can only make these chirps, which is, like, tied to a button. And so you can, like, chirp at the other person, like, kind of, like, try to get their attention if they stay with you. But with me, it was super cool because um, it's only, like, a two-hour-ish game, maybe two and a half, depending on how you search and find stuff. But I played with this one guy the whole time, and um, it was funny because we started to get into rhythms, like you went, at the end of every level, you have to like um, light up these things, and so there's one on the left, one on the right. Every time I would go left, he would go right, and then we would sit down next to each other and then end the level. Every time we would do that, and we'd always help each other get across stuff, um, and it became this really weird, like obviously unspoken communication that we just knew what to do every time. And once we get to the final level, there was a point where I got separated from him. Whoops, um, and. It was like really sad because I had done this whole thing with him. And so I just, um, I had to go through the whole end level and I was just by myself and I was like, oh, I lost at some point and I don't know what happened. And then come to like the very end, right before the end of the game, he, there's this spot you have to like land on and he was sitting there waiting for me. <laughs> and like, I like, I saw it. And so I got up to him and then he like was wait, just sitting there waiting for me. And then we like walked and finished the game together. And it was just really cool. Like, and then at the end it shows how many people you've played with. Um, and it was just one name 
And then that person, because it shows like your gamer tag at that point, he messaged me and was like, thanks for that experience. And then like never messaged me again. <laughs> it was just like this really cool experience. And I've played with, I've watched other people play because I just really like to, and the story is so atmospheric as far as like yeah. there's every time I watch someone play it, there was a different story note that I figured out. Mm -hmm. um, and like every time I've watched someone play, like they'll either leave or there'll be like multiple names on there. It's like, oh man, I just wish someone could have that same experience that I had because it was so crazy. It was such a such a unique thing for me for like a multiplayer game. Like someone to like message me like, thanks, man. That was awesome. And like, then that was it. It's yeah. like, God. It was like, there's a lot of cool like metaphors about like life in this um, kind of like, there's a lot of like technology stuff, like mm. society-based stuff. And it's really cool, but also just like this, like having a, a, a full relationship with someone and then just going away. Yeah. No, Super it's cool. it's incredible. It's and like the music is incredible. The oh. visuals, like, oh. <laughs> if you have a PlayStation Three or a PlayStation Four, you need to buy it because it's incredible. It's like usually less than twenty bucks kind of thing. It's a two-hour experience, which you can play multiple times, and it's super fun. Or There's have lots other people of play it, and you know ways for the, to play around it in the world. But man, every time it's worth it. Yeah. It's an emotional journey every time. Totally, <laughs> it is truly a journey, and that's what like it definitely lives up to its name. And it's it's awesome, man. I love this game. It like opened my eyes to like like story like really story based games that are like that's what they're about there's not you know like a lot of like you know there's no combat involved there's no like really crazy thing going on so like anyone can pick this up and play which is really cool um it's definitely a game for everyone like you don't have to be good at video games if you want to experience a story it's totally there for you yeah that's fine yeah mm. that'll be my next one too so we're back to you Jim. oh god dang uh uh my next one is uh minecraft Hey, uh, yeah. I like to believe it's on your guys' list. If I'm we sure made if we made this list based purely on time, it would totally be on my list. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I don't. I think I think Minecraft is sort of becoming outdated at this point uh, socially. At but least like, for our age group, for sure. But, but I can still pick up that game and <laughs> just get lost in it for like a week. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like that's like that's like oh, the, show, the, the the trap of mine, Minecraft because like if it's you just, just pick oh it up, just just one more thing yeah you know? just like oh, I'm just gonna build a house and like mansion or like giant gigantic tunnels. Um, I'm gonna strip mine this entire mountain. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, like the game is such a hard pitch to people because like it's it like doesn't make any sense. Everyone to, like, always pitch. says Legos in video games, but it's like it is, but it isn't. It isn't. And like, God, I just remember like I I was sold on the game uh, after Rob showed it to me, and uh, in the first hour I played it uh, by myself, I was uh, digging a hole into the earth, and all of a sudden like the the the, the really solemn beautiful minecraft song bum 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 I started playing as i was digging and i found a mine i was like holy crap i had no idea there was a mine in minecraft <laughs> i'm like look at this gigantic chasm in the earth of this infinite world game and i was like completely in awe like by it because the music was playing i'm just like gazing at this like gigantic hole and like i'm walking around and i'm like like this is great this is incredible. Like actual minecarts is being uh, procedurally generated, and then uh, I turn to my right and I see this thin black creature that's like, staring at me and going, "Oh, there's a uh, there's NPCs in this game." And then he murdered me <laughs> <laughs> and scared the living shit out of me. And this was like in the first hour of my gameplay of this game. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, you had me at so high, then you mugged and shot me all the way down to the ground." Yeah. Yeah, and uh, 
Yeah. Then, like, wait, a lot of hours. And totally. Like, well, and it's funny, too, because I got John onto it, but Rowan was the one that got me onto it, because he got me on the 360 version, yeah. and it was like, just play this. And I was like, no, I've heard of this game. It looks so stupid. Then you just start playing, and you're like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I remember at one point, like, you you and, because it was Adam's, like, 360, and, yeah. like, Adam and you had left to do something, you left me there, and I was playing it, and you got back, you're like, what do you think? And I was like oh no <laughs> like, I, it was one of those things i think i bought it like that day or like really soon after and like we just started playing on 360 and then once i built my pc and like played it on pc i was like oh no because <laughs> like at that point the pc version was just leaps and bounds oh. ahead of the 360 version yeah. and it was just like Miles a whole nother ahead. game and i was like oh my god and it was just fun because we would just like we would just get together and hang out and just like hey let's start a new level put it on the hardest difficulty and then let's just play yeah. and then you would like try to like someone would be like okay you're gonna go uh gather resources you're gonna build a house um you're gonna like you know make weapons and stuff like that and fight stuff and like gather food it's like and then me and John would have uh, servers together where we would play. And, like, there'd be a lot of times where I would try to blow John up and just, like, trick him with stuff. And John would be like, hey, did you come over here? No, nah, man. I didn't do that. I could see the TNT. God damn it. <laughs> and, like, it's great because, like, no one plays the same way. No, like, no. Rob, Rob, you like to build things. Totally. You build houses. You build, uh, like, uh, barns and stuff like that. And I just like to go out and dig. Yeah. Or, like, or I'll just, like, run. I'll just run in a direction until I find a place that I think is nice to settle down. And just like mine some stuff, build a little house, and then move on. Yeah. And I just keep going. And Rowan always has his perfect sense of direction somehow. Yeah. <laughs> just like he does in real life. <laughs> like, how do you know where I am? Oh, I know you got to go here. Oh, I remember this part. You got to turn left here. How do you remember all these things? <laughs> so like, running down into the caves without torches. Like, Rowan, where yeah, are you Rowan going? Yeah, Rowan would just go and be like, no, <laughs> so no, I know great. where I'm going. <laughs> I got it, guys. There's Absolutely. like, yeah, there's so much. And there's like, it's cool because, like, you know, I think you still can be. You used to be able to, like, then there was like Hunger Games servers. Me and John would play that for yeah. a while, and those are incredible. Like just like the high intensity of like ah, <laughs> ah and like ah, there's just so I much need good food, stuff. I need food. Yeah, it was super great. There's <laughs> only enough for one of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Minecraft is great. It didn't quite make my list, but it's definitely like an honorable mention yeah. for me. Like it's it's up there for sure. I guess, just, uh, I'm just so emotionally tied to it. Like it's like it, well, yeah. like, we spent so many hours. Well, and there is like for a long time too, like. The one thing that the PC version had that the console versions ever had was, um, what was it called? It's not expert mode. What's the, where your world gets deleted? Oh, oh uh, that's hardcore mode. That's hardcore. Yeah. yeah. And so that was like such a like, oh, when you, you play a level, you know, you can put tens of hours into stuff. And then if you die, it makes you delete the world and you can't restart it. Right. Like it's tied to your actual yeah. account and you can't replay there's, it. Sometimes there's a real sense of loss. Yeah. There was like, there was a long time where me and John did that. God, there's just comes something about me and just wanting to watch do really things that are just going to mess me up emotionally, I guess. <laughs> but like there was one level where I'd put like a hundred hours into the level and I like messed up and fell and I was just sitting there <laughs> just silent. Like, no, no. Like, just losing yeah. all of that time and being like, oh, my God, it's gone forever. Yeah. And, like, then it would just be like, delete world. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, this weird, like, sense of loss. And that, like, you just got to get over it. That's why I'm a lone wanderer when I play that game now. Because after I lost my first world, like, purely, like, I, I, like, I just felt so... I felt so, so empty. hollow. Yeah. I I'd wait. I remember like uh, for a week, I'd wake up and feel sad, knowing because I'll never find my old home again, and no place will be the it will, will be it. And so I keep moving. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, Rowan, um, totally different 
tonal game, uh, Dark Souls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are gonna die. You're gonna die a lot. I I remember when this game first came out, and I was like, I heard that it was hard, and it was like fantasy horror, and I'm a big horror game fan, and I, I also most of my friends like it, uh, like will say that if I play like a single player game, when I if I've never played it before, I like crank it up to hard. Like almost every time, yeah. Because like I've just like I've played video games so long now that like normal just feels boring, right? Mm-hmm. I w- so cool. Really. <laughs> well, it's just like I, I, want, I, want, I don't I a game doesn't satisfy me a lot of the time if I feel like I'm just like doing it. Yeah, right? you're just I going, need, going through I emotions. Want, kind of I want I want you want to be challenged. yeah you want to be challenged. Yeah. Like that's fun for me. So like Dark Souls, it was like you don't. It, you know, you, you don't choose a difficulty. You just start playing. <laughs> it is the hardest difficulty, <laughs> and you, you know, just have to get good. I remember playing that through, and I would just like the first time I played it. Um, me and my friend Ian tried to play it because we heard it was co-op, but the first Dark Souls co-op is not really co-op. It's a you know, it's a whole thing where you just meet random people, and either they're on your side or they murder they you mercilessly. <laughs> like so. He was disappointed, and I was disappointed, and then I came back to it, and I played through it, and I got almost all the way to the final part of the game, and one day I came back to my Xbox, turned it on, tried to load my game, and the file was corrupt. (laughs) And I had spent so long. Like, I That that was one of the games where, like, I also was one of my playthroughs where one of my times I got invaded, this guy showed up, like crackly black energy wearing this <laughs> massive suit of armor that i'm like beginning of the game at the dragon's bridge i'm just like fight me bitch. <laughs> and he just like stares at me drops some stuff on the ground salutes me and jumps off the bridge and i was like oh my god what <laughs> and i picked up the stuff and it was this great set of armor and i wore it for the rest of the game because there was no- there was nothing that could beat there it. was nothing that could beat it until like Later on in the game, when I found out where you could find that armor, no. I just had it for so long That's that I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing else was worth it because this armor was so deep in the game. And the guy just gave it to me. And just took off. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just like a moment. Like, God, that's like stuff like that. So great. Like gaming is so weird sometimes. So it's so weird. incredible. And like, I, you know, I, I was so sad when my corrupt game was happening because I was like, I couldn't even beat the game. I couldn't just like give that armor away at the, like yeah. once I was yeah, past it. You couldn't it. pay for it. Or... I was just like, oh. Man, and I still, I still will start that game. It's one of the few single player games I will start over and play again, even though it's super long. Like, yeah. because it's still fun. Yeah, I haven't played it, and I really feel like I would love it. But like, I think you would. yeah, I, I just haven't. Really it's it's a rough one it. to like go back and play now. Like, you should play like the newer ones. I don't know, man. I still love the this. I still I'll love pick, it. Get it when I'll, it comes out on Switch. I'll get the remaster when yeah. it comes out on Switch. Now. <laughs> I I think you'll love it cuz there's just a yeah. lot of stuff like you, you have to have like those like quick reflexes to yeah. you learn enemy patterns, you die, come back, kick their butts. Yeah. Like, oh, I love I love watching you like play Bloodborne that. too. Oh, uh, well, I mean it's all kind of the same. So, yeah. Bloodborne's just faster. Oh, really? <laughs> You just said the magic That's word. what I'm saying. It's, I know you, John. <laughs> Don't come at me with all your sarcasm. I know what I'm saying. Um, next one on my list. What am I going to pick? I'm going to pick Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh just my. to see John's yeah. eyes glaze over. <laughs> this game, like, so this is the Game Boy Advance one. There's also, uh, there was one that came out on PSP. I didn't play them when they originally came out on PS1. Um, 
but I just loved this game back in the day. Like I found it so interesting. Just like I love tactics games a lot, just kind of like we talked about a little bit before. But I put I think like 150 hours into this game back in the day because it had like a little timer on it because I would play it on my way to school because I had my little Game Boy Advance and I'd be in the back seat just playing this game. And I remember because it would be like a 30, 40 minute car ride for us because we had a pretty far trek because my mom was a teacher. Um, and I would just get like 30, 40 minutes every day and I would just play that nonstop. And I love that game. It was so cool because like once you really start getting into it, you can like start training your guys to like level up to be into different classes. And then you have to like kind of like D level them to do certain like expertises so that because you'll need like two expertises in this to get, you know, a new class. And like it was just really deep and it was just super fun and like really rewarding. And it was like, I just love that game. <laughs> love those tactics games. Oh, uh, uh, my next one, I think I'm fine with it. Uh, Pokemon <laughs> Red and Blue. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, like, you know, like, I don't, I, I don't really remember how Pokemon became, like, the thing in the 90s. But I do remember the first episode being, like, premiered on TV. And it wasn't even the first episode. It was, like, an episode where they get on the SSN. And then, like, <laughs> hey, come, tune in tomorrow to watch the first episode. Wait, what? <laughs> Why are you showing us a random episode first? <laughs> But like you know, like I I wasn't quite into the anime when I was playing the game, um, and I remember my brother and I we each got red, red and blue. I got red, he got blue, and we also got the player's guide um, because we just loved the art. Blue is the superior version. Just whatever. So. <laughs> I got uh, blue, and I I I just remember thinking, the Pokemon were looked so interesting. Like this, like there was like a really great air of mystery and like just wondering like what does it do? Like why does it look like this? Like why like why does it evolve into this? And like things like I remember Ditto just like like freaked me out it's just because like he can turn into other Pokemon. Why is this not like a bigger thing? And like, <laughs> is he not the most powerful? I don't get it. And like it's the last game in my mind um, that I really felt like the mystery of like pre-internet gaming. Um, existed to where you could be like, oh, like, hey, you know, there's that, you know, you can find Mew behind this one truck if you don't get on the SSN, and you you try and find the way to get that, even though like that's not real. Yeah, you, you can't yeah, there was a lot Mew. of that like fake, like, oh, I got this by doing this. No, yeah. you didn't. Like, but, you know, like, right. yeah, and like, but like there are things like Masingno and get the infinite uh, items and stuff like that. And it's like the only game that I feel like if you told me I had to speed run a game that I think I could do it. Like you know what I mean? Because like yeah. I just like I just know. Boom! I know I have to go here. Boom! I have to go here. Bum 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 bum. This many steps. Bum bum bum. This many steps. Bum, bum, and then I'm in in and out. It's like it's the only game that I like. It's the only Pokemon game that I finished like from beginning to end, uh, to Elite Four. That I just felt like, I felt rewarded, knowing like I caught all 151 Pokemon. I beat the Elite Four. I beat my rival, and like I could just turn off that game and go. I think I'm gonna start over, and try again. Just like the fact that they had no, you can only have one save at a time in those <laughs> games too. <laughs> like it's just, and it was great. Like I, 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 I can still pick up that game now and enjoy it for what it is. And uh, yeah, like yeah, I, I, like, I had a similar story too because me and my sister each got Game Boys and we each got a version of Pokemon for Christmas. Again, it's like one of those things. Yeah, I don't know what's like caused our parents to get it for us because I don't remember asking for it. I just got it. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched the show, I think, after I started playing the game. It's this weird like combo of like, how did this, like, how did everyone know to like yeah. do like, this? What, 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 what hive mind? <laughs> yeah, because I had, because I remember I had one of the, I had one of the like, 
you know, Pokedex books oh, that yeah, was yeah, all, yeah. you know, the 151, just like looking at them, like it's the same kind of thing. Like these are great. And I had the actual little Pokedex thing yeah. where you could type in the Pokemon and it would like show them. It's like, it was so, it was so weird. It was like definitely like yeah. a sensation during that time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really, I, I wish I can go back to those days. Yeah. That's the only game where I wish I can play it for the first time. Mm. Replay it. Yeah. yeah replay yeah. for the first time. Totally. Oh man. That's a, that's a category all to its own. Yeah. For sure. Um, so next game for me is Transistor. Mm, um, good game. I really like this game. Um, it was something about I really like the plot of this game because it's it's not a very forward plot. Like you follow this the narrative plot of what happens to Red and the Transistor through the city, and you get through it, right? Like, but like to understand why everything happens in that game, you have to like stop and like really pay attention to all the details of the world building mm-hmm. to the like the background characters even you get plot to the powers that you get because all the powers you get are like identities of people mm-hmm. in that game and so like those people's identities also help sell the world and the combat in that game of like being able to build your own combos for your character being with these different powers was super cool and like how the, the combat played out just like you could play the two people could play that game and be like, this was my tactic for the whole game. Right. right? And someone else could be like, oh, I never used those powers. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> and I thought that was super cool. And also just, I was blown away by how beautiful this game is in the art style. It's a Music cyber, is incredible. It's a cyberpunk game, which always is like close to my heart as like a fantasy genre. I love cyberpunk. And the music killed me yeah the like, soundtrack is great there was times in that game where i would just be like so just caught up by the music of the game and i still like turn on that soundtrack it's made by the same people who did bastion yeah which has another true. amazing soundtrack and their latest game is pyre yep and oh, yeah. which is completely different than the <laughs> completely other. Completely different. <laughs> and now for something completely different um i'm stoked to try out pyre but transistor just like it it's wizard maybe basketball. maybe just like when i played it and the emotional mood i was in and the 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 experience of playing that game to me was so profound mm-hmm. that I was just such it. another weird one for me because like I've played it and I just couldn't get past the I didn't like the combat. Oh, mm. Yeah, like I wanted to play it so bad. I've started that game up like four or five times, and I just can never really get past the combat. It seems like it'd be up your alley. I really feel like it, I, that's what like, yeah. I really I've I've gotten as far as I, the first boss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the story is super interesting. It's one of those ones that it's nice because it. It starts where it starts, and then you just figure stuff out as you yeah, go. Like exactly. it starts with like you've killed someone with the sword, and the sword now has taken possession of it. it's like it's like your lover or whatever, yeah. right? Your bodyguard. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's just like oh, and it's like we got to get out of here. Oh, okay, I guess we got to go. Like <laughs> right, and so it's just like great like that. Like it's just like it was super good, but I just can never I don't know really sit down and finish it. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those definitely like I think you just have a bad opinion of stuff, bro. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I was also like, it, it falls into that weird like RPG thing of like RPGs when you first start playing them, you're like, I can only do two things. But then right, by the time totally. the end of the game, you're just like, now and I then can... I'm flipping off the walls and I'm flying over here. Yeah, like, yeah that's why it's always hard to start restart RPGs because yeah. you're like, I remember being a god and now I'm just a human again. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I love the world building of that game. And there was so many times like I've, I've talked to people who have beaten the game and we've talked about like how we interpreted hmm. what happened and everyone has a slight interpretation difference, even if you've read the same like context of the yeah, world. That kind of stuff is always great with yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. Good game. Um my next one is gonna be Gone Home. Hey. 
nice. Oh, interesting. This game, not a good game. Like, almost made my list. It's one of those games that speaks to me as like a person who just likes to like, like, read and experience sad stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about me, but this game is really cool because it's basically it's like. Uh, it's similar to Journey where you're just kind of like walking through the space. There's a lot less like gameplay. It's what is kind of considered now as a walking simulator. Almost started the genre. Really. Yeah, basically. Or it really pushed. Like there was another game that came out which I played, but it was not nearly as solid of like uh, story-wise. But this game, you basically, you're like, like an 18-year-old girl or something who shows back up after she's been abroad for a year to her home. And it's cool because it's a um, Portland-based company. It's located in... Man, I can't remember what the city's called, but it's all like Oregon based, which is really cool. Um, you show up and your parents are gone and your sister's gone. And all you have are these like clues and journal entries to kind of like figure out where everyone is. Cause you show up at like the middle of the night kind of thing. And there's no like horror or anything. It's just like a story. It kind of comes off as horror at first. And that was like really freaking me out. I was yeah, really oh, stressed yeah. the whole first <laughs> they, time I played it. definitely play on your expectation for horror. Yeah. And it goes through a lot of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and it, there was, a, there's a point where it's like, I was like, oh, it's not a horror game. And then it brings up this like subplot of like, oh, we're trying to summon like a person who died here. Wait, no, is this going to be a horror game all of a sudden? <laughs> but it's this really, you get this really sweet story about her sister and her falling in love with one of her friends. Um, and you just get to hear these pieces of like them hanging out her, like going through this whole, like, um, cause she's in love with another girl. So it's like a lesbian relationship and her being like a 16 year old or 15 year old yeah. going through this, like finding out who she is as a person, like story and explain all these different things. And you get this kind of cool, what's cool is that that's like the main story and you can kind of get that through playing it. But there's also this weird side story about the mom and the dad and how they're having like marital problems and like going to the mom basically cheated on the dad and now they're going to like um, divorce counseling and then like couples counseling and stuff like that. And you get like these other stories when you're just searching around and you really get to experience this story and it all culminates in this moment where you reach the end and find out what happened to everyone. And it's just, just so touching. Like the story is so sweet. And I just like, I was just in tears at the end of it. Like it really just hit home. Like it was so like, yeah, God, I love it. Yeah, it was heavy. It was super heavy ending. <laughs> it's really good. It's a really good game. Oh, yeah, man. And that that one like just so changed like what just like short narrative you can have in like games and like what's really possible with just like telling like really using it as a purely new way of telling stories yeah. versus having you know an eighty hour epic you know RPG where you have to do all this stuff and you get like good stories at the end of those, but this just being like. We want to tell this story, and we want you to experience it in a way that if you just read this, it would be different than hearing the voices saying it and hearing, you know, the pain and, like, sadness and happiness in their voices and, like, experiencing this as you find it kind of thing is so unique to games. I yeah. think it's really cool. It's definitely like a virtual novel. Mm. Just, yeah, experience the world and figure things out. It's like, oh, yeah. God, this is heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brings a tear to my eye. Uh. I guess it's my turn. Yes, sir. Uh, my number five, no, no particular important order. Uh, Zelda: Link to the Past, uh, yeah, which uh, is also mine too. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of good Zelda games. Um, it's definitely hard to pick one, no. uh, and it's like it's like it's hard to find someone that wouldn't put a Zelda game as one of their favorite um, games ever. But Link to the Past just it. It's the perfect top-down uh, Zelda game. Um, 
just just like like with Pokemon, like I can pick up that game and know exactly where I need to go. Boom, 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 linearly. I will pick up that game and always feel like I don't know what I'm doing until like I progress with Link uh, and get stronger, find these new items in the four corners of the earth and just like literally the four corners yeah. of the earth and just like and like finding all these like crazy cast of characters that help you and give you items until like and then eventually until you think you find the ending the game just turns into another game and yeah. then you're hey, there's a whole a dark other world. world you have to go to and just like and it's like, the same but different and it's like it just like really appeals to like your sense of wonder and adventure like like a good zelda game should and uh yeah and i can always i can always just replay that game i can always just pick it up yeah this one for me it's like it's one of those like there's something the gameplay is perfect oh yeah. like what it lets you do and what you're allowed to do and what you're supposed to do are perfect there are no wrong things with this game as far as like if you mess up you mess up it's not your fault it's not the game's fault it's your fault like it's this for me is like it's so high on my list because it's like the perfect game like game game and it's a zelda game on top of that and it's got a fun story and a cool like yeah flipping it on its head when then all of a sudden you have to go to the dark world and everything's the same but all these everything's warped from what it's supposed to be and like this was the first zelda game that i ever 100 percent completed like i got everything in this game sure because i just loved being around this is another game where again when i was a kid i played it on game boy advance when it came out and i would because they had a game boy advance version no your game boy advance. i thought you said game boy color game boy advance version <laughs> that they came out with and i played it in the car every day going to school and i just i loved this game yeah. it was so great like this is this is for me the one like if i was going to speed run a game it'd be this game because i just love it like i just <laughs> yeah. love playing this game like the music is great the like just all the characters like john was saying the power-ups you get all that kind of stuff it's just super awesome yeah Super good. Love this game. Such a good game. And just, like, the atmosphere and the music. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, I think the that was the game that really set up the Zelda franchise for its future. Like, a lot of people, like, Ocarina of Time. The Ocarina of Time owes that game so much mm-hmm. in design. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it, there's a lot of really funny, like, similarities you get when you look at Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past as far as, like, you know, the structure of, like, grabbing three things, then something changes, then you have to grab more, then you get turned to this other world kind of with, like, Link, you have basically your adult form and your kid right. form kind of thing, like, yeah. where everything is the same but different, like, all that kind of stuff. It's great. So good. Um, another one on my list is Wolf Among Us. Mm. Uh, Telltale's Wolf Among Us. I am a huge fan of the Fable comic series. I've read all of them but the last one. Um, really? You, I thought you finished it. Nope. I still haven't God. read the last one because I know it'll be the last one. So, right? Yeah, it's, right? It's, it's a heavy ending. Well, not heavy ending, but it's heavy just to let it soak in. I'm, I'm gonna, I think what I'm going to do is go back and read the whole series exactly. and the last yeah. one. Um, but Wolf Among Us came out. I was super stoked. I know a lot of the characters. I love the world that this world is set in. Um, another fantasy I, kind of thing. Another fantasy. It's also a noir detective story. I love that stuff. Gumshoe stuff. It's great. Um, you know, like like all Telltale games, it's not a perfect game. The, <laughs> it's not a great game, quote right. unquote, but it's a great story. <laughs> it's a great story, and I also had a really lot of fun where like it was – bunch of me and my friends sitting on a couch and we play episode by episode together and so it was one of those times that it felt like watching a tv show where we would like at the end of an episode we'd like 
start to talk about our theories of what mm. is happening in the mystery. And then like, we couldn't play it all at one time. So we'd like come back in the next few days. Did you play down. it when it was already all done or did you play it like as it was coming out? I think we, we were catching it right on the tail end. Okay. So, um, so we, like a few episodes were out and then we, we just got the final episodes. And so I think the experience of playing it was just super profound and fun. Right. Um, just hit a lot of things that I really enjoyed. I love the way they, the the intro to that game is one of my favorite Super. intros to a game. Mm, yeah. It's just such a good art direction. Um, it's the only Telltale game I've ever been able to finish. Yeah, I love that game. It's so good, and uh, they're coming out with the second one. Oh, I'm so they they I'm finally so announced it. I'm, I'm so, so surprised. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Yeah, right. Like even though it got good press, I just didn't expect them to. Really I don't. Yeah, yeah. Even I'm, though that ending, man. Like as soon as that oh, ending happened, man. I was like, why are we not getting one right now? Right? Oh <laughs> my god. That's going to be the part that's going to suck is like, because it's going to do the episodic thing where you have to wait in between. It's like, no, I want it all now. That was, that's another great one. Like, man. I think that one for me was probably one of the strongest of the Telltale games. Like, I've I've finished a few of their games. I really like their Game of Thrones. Um, I really like the first Walking Dead, but I never really went in and did the rest of the Walking Dead. But Wolf Among Us just like was. Yeah, that one like definitely like hooked me. Yeah, like I remember playing because I got it when it was all done, and so I was able to like I got it on like some super good deal where it was like ten bucks, and mm-hmm. I was like sweet. Mm-hmm. And then like I played through the first one, like the first episode, and I was like, well, I'll just play it one more. And then the second, like I think the second episode, I was yeah. like a really big cliffhanger. I was like, oh my god, I have to play the next one. Like I remember staying up way too late, like playing those games. And they're so good. I think the reason that one works so well uh, for their episodic thing is it because it is a like hard boiled mystery. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the narrative thrust of the whole thing is very lend and akin to only being able to see it episode. So being like, just give me the next one. Just right. give it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, this is great. Do we want to do some honorable mentions? Um, one that I have that's pretty recent is Breath of the Wild, the mm. most sure. yeah. recent Zelda game. Just because that was the first time in a long time that I really did again feel that like sense of wonder and like, hey, how did you do this? Oh, you can oh, do yeah. that. I didn't know you could do that. Like me and John um, got our switches around the same time, and we we're playing it and we would just be like, uh, Oh, I saw this thing where you can like, you know, if you have the swords can be used to conduct electricity, the swords can conduct electricity. Yeah. Yeah, Anything metal. Oh my God. Like anything you think makes sense. You can do it in this world. And it's so good. There's no wrong answer. Yeah. There's no wrong answer. So many different ways. It's so cool. Like I really had a ton of fun with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you got any honor mentions, John? Oh yeah. I got a few. Uh, Going along with the uh, the Wolf Among Us, uh, the Walking Dead, the first season game uh, by Telltale. My first ex- my first experience with Telltale, and I only really put it on here because of its ending. Oh yeah, mm. man. Uh, because like, because you know the whole the whole thing about Telltale is like just making your choices and living with them, mm-hmm. and the, how they affect the way the games and story is going to play out for the rest of the game. Robert will remember that. <laughs> Robert Rule will remember that. And I just I, I remember the ending was so powerful because, you know, spoiler, the main character is dying because he's trying to protect this little girl that he just met at the beginning of the game and he's being consumed by the zombie virus. And the last actions you have with this girl is telling her, 
how you think she should live her life or like like or what you want for her and i remember like the most powerful thing that had me that maybe burst into tears was in one in one of the episodes of the game uh you have to give her a haircut and and because her hair is just everywhere and you always tell her to put your hat on her so you know her hair doesn't go everywhere and so one of the last things you can tell her is you know like a don't trust anybody b find find what's left of our friends or c keep your hat on and i picked that one and just watching like the acting the voice acting in this game is great um the little girl just like the lady who plays the little girl just like knocks out of the park and as soon as i say that she just goes Lee, please and like i just like i couldn't keep it together because like i like i was like i am this guy i am dying (laughs) i'm dying dying. i'm dying the fact that i can't help you anymore and then you just like i you know i picked the option to where she just walks away yeah you didn't ever kill you and never kill me and it's like just like like watching her walk away it's like ah. and then the game just ends and it's like me. I just I'm felt dying. so emotionally like hollow oh, and beautiful. Like uh, that, that, like, and that, that game's purely here because of the ending. Oh yeah, um, solid ending. But like you know, if you like Telltale games, you know, sure, yeah. you'll play it. <laughs> um, honorable mention: One Shot on Steam. Um, huh. It's a indie game, and the one reason I really like that there's a lot of reasons, but it does part of the storytelling of this game is that you actively playing this game is part of the plot. <laughs> Like, the game responds to the fact that you're playing this game. Like, the characters respond to you playing the game. The plot is driven around the fact that you are actively playing this game. Right. So, like, if the game, this basically the game sets itself up where you can, you have one shot to play this game. You can't reload it. You mm. can't change your choices. And whenever you, you can stop the game at any point and come back. But, like, the world that you, le- like, the world's waiting for you. And when you get back and they tell you that and like this, the game is acting like it's a world and you are helping this character in this other world do things. So you are an entity within the, it's like almost like never ending story, yeah. right? Like they're aware that you are there. And so it develops its way up through it where like you start having to make hard choices yeah, and you've like become attached to these characters and like they use the, the creators of the game just thought of this meta way in such a way that you suddenly are like, oh, oh shit. No. Like, this this stuff is on me now. <laughs> and it's it's really good. Like, the, the main character, just like, at first you're like, what am I playing? And then by the end of it, you're just like, I, 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 I don't want to play. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I recognize some of the the character art because, like, yeah, I have no idea where they came from. Rob, you 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 recognize it? Hey, you haven't been to Chili's. Out <laughs> 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 of context, we just know the design of the main character. Yeah, that's, <laughs> funny. that's funny. Uh, my like last honorable mention is Overwatch. Nice. Oh, oh man, that's a great one. That's a good one. That game is so weird because like it's like the total opposite of a lot of the things I talked about, which are yeah. all like very story based. Like Overwatch is just like pure gameplay. It's just so good. Like uh-huh. team based cooperative shooter. Everyone knows what Overwatch is, but um, they do a really cool cool job of like world building outside of the game, which I think is really unique and really cool that they have taken that opportunity. But I've sunk so many hours in that game. Oh, so, so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. But, yeah, that was another episode. 
Um, if you guys have your own favorite games, we'd like to hear from you guys. You can always comment on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Um We'll be back next week, as always, on Thursdays for the <laughs> JR Talk Show. Um, we also have JR News, which posts on every Sunday where we talk about the weekly news. If you go to our SoundCloud, JR Talk Show, um, or iTunes, tune in whenever you listen to podcast services on. We'd appreciate it. Thanks, folks. Hey, man. Thank you.